final frontier. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsa Ben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yo. And Rose. Hi. Desi and I are the longtime fans, but this time, Desi is joining the newcomers with Rose and Tiago. So that we hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we've all played Case 4 of Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, The Cosmic Turnabout. Uh, so, I guess your guys' guesses for Apollo's best friend were a little, little off the mark this time. We have the spirit. We, you know? we probably should have, like, read literally any words that <laughs> <laughs> just... the only words that were available to us was cosmic okay i what i, I tr- think i, I should have known i should have known better you sh- what do you mean we only have the word cosmic it rose were blameless i mean i was gonna guess astronomer <laughs> and i was wrong i would have still been wrong but i would have been way closer Ro- yeah, you would have been significantly closer. <laughs> we literally, at the end of the podcast, shouted at each other, astronomer. So I know, I think but we're... like, you know, we still would have been okay. wrong. But I shouldn't, I should have been closer. I forgot how to read. It's fine. So, uh, for the summary today, case four, pre-bombing of the courtroom in case one, Apollo takes on the case of another bombing at Gaiaxa a space program that's launching rockets into space. The victim is an astronaut, Clay Terran, Apollo's best friend from middle school, and the defendant is fellow astronaut Solomon Starbuck, Terran's mentor. We begin with a court segment right out of the gate defending Starbuck until the bomb goes off, as seen at the start of Case 1. Ted Tonate gets arrested, Apollo recuperates in the hospital, as we all saw previously. Mm -hmm. Then, picking up Solomon's case... Phoenix and Athena begin investigating the Gaiaxa Space Center. The two meet Yuri Cosmos, the director of the facility, and an incredibly helpful uh, Detective Fulbright, as well as Aura Blackwell, a robotics engineer and witness. Don't worry about her last name. Fulbright also reveals that Simon has been hunting a phantom killer all these years due to an incident at this very space center seven years ago that got him convicted. After gathering their new evidence, Phoenix and Athena return to court and begin breaking down Yuri Cosmos's testimony to figure out what exactly happened with these rockets and doors. After proving the launchpad and launchpad replica gift shop were swapped and that the real killer was a third person with a lighter, Phoenix and Athena celebrate at getting Starbuck acquitted without finding the real killer. Wow, this yeah. is the first Amazing. time this has ever worked correctly. Blackwell insists, however, that something is wrong with this trial and asks Fulbright to give him the fingerprint analysis from the lighter. But the prints belong to none other than Athena Sykes. Gasp. G- gasp, I say. <laughs> wow, hey guys, do you think this evidence is fabricated? In the, in the dark age of the law, do you think that this evidence might be fabricated? Uh, I think Bobby's innocent, he didn't know. I, <laughs> Someone left it there for him to find. I there's two possible. Here's my brain blast that I had while I was walking my dog. I think that this is a lighter that was from the event seven years ago, and uh, these are Athena Sykes' fingerprints on it. 
but they've been preserved. Uh, oh, you mean when Simon got convicted for killing her parents? When seven Simon years got convicted ago. for probably killing her parents <laughs> seven years ago. I think this is a lighter that she was holding on because the whole subplot that like that's been sort of happening here while we've been investigating uh, the Galaxy Center is that like Athena knows a little too much about it. Also. The robot faces are the same faces of Widget on her fucking neck. Uh-huh. <laughs> are you telling me she ain't fucking related to the Galaxy Center? It, it's baloney. She, makes, she loves talking about space. She knows a lot about it. And she keeps making lots of space jokes, too. Right? Yeah. So, like... Everyone's she's making clearly... space jokes. Let's be fair. That's <laughs> so true. many space jokes. So many references. Yeah. Um, so I, so I, I just want to like refresh the timelines just so we understand the timeline has so far been case two, then case three, then a little bit of this case, but in the middle of it, we also have to go back to case one. Cause you know, the first half of case four that we are currently on takes place around case one. Right, it's like a, it's like brackets around yeah. case one. So, like the first half of case four is around case one, and then the second half of case four is around case one. Yeah, and now we're now it's future from here on out, baby. It's it's the the timeline is correct. We don't have to go back in time. Fuck Thank you for making God. me do that. Except we, we never have to will, go right? back in time ever again. There's definitely never ever a case. <laughs> There's never ever going There's to be never going to ever be a case that goes backwards in time, no, uh, no out of way. order ever again. I I expect <laughs> the literally the next case will be back in time. <laughs> yeah, I so we are solving- we gotta solve that seven years ago mystery <laughs> happening. Um, so like Apollo, very sad because his best friend Clay Terran, who, who he talks never, to all the time, never heard of before. Um, he, they're best buds. They used to visit the galaxy set. I don't know the actual They just name. think that, like, Apollo wasn't that popular or something, that they could just slide that in there and no one would say anything? I mean, that's just an Ace Attorney thing in general, is adding yeah. in surprise backstory to a character. Yeah, we thought um, of this idea. But, oh, no, it's too late. <laughs> we already published like, something rem- else. Like, remember, Phoenix Wright gets an entire backstory about how he was once an art student, right, in college and fell in love with a demon. Uh, you know, it, and then we just like he never he conveniently never mentioned that until I mean, to be it comes fair, up in case three, right? They did they squeaked that in for me by having him like savagely critique every painting he locates in every single right. game, which <laughs> that's he, actually that's really true. funny. That's there true. A, that's true. There is a part where you were playing as Phoenix in this case, and you see something that, and he 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 critiques a landscape painting again. I, I right. love it. I love him. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's a it's a good little little subplot. Um uh, so like the thing about because we got we can't we can't forget that this game is now going to take place in the Apollo Justice trilogy. And we gotta remember that. This is a story the about the fact that Apollo. they're still calling this Apollo Justice trilogy really, I mean really does psychic damage to me every time. It to is, be fair, yeah. That Apollo Justice trilogy label is retroactively being applied to these games, right? Yeah. That yeah, is, they were that calling the, it them that call, at the time. That that re release, they are calling it that now. But at the time, 
they were just saying, hey, it's a new Ace Attorney game, right? Yeah. And all your favorite characters are coming back. Apollo, Phoenix, and a new one, Athena, right? That was how they marketed it. Um, yeah. They didn't say this is the continuation of Apollo Justice's story, which, uh, but you know, it, critique but that it, how you will, right? But it low-key is a continuation of Apollo Justice's story. It's just that it also features the perspectives of both Phoenix Wright and Everybody except for Apollo. Yeah, well, listen, I think, you know, you, you can have stories of it like that, right? Where the protagonist is someone who is spoken about rather than featured in the story. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think that's interesting. Um, I do think, though, that it's not a surprise. If we would stop, like, just yanking the rug from underneath Apollo, that would be great. I mean, it, it, it's like, I think it's not necessarily a, a surprise that uh, to say that, like, you know, we're going to deal with Athena's backstory next case, right? She's been having mm-hmm. these, you know, uh, flashbacks and but she uh, is the new character. panic attacks, right? So we're, we got to set up all of her stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yes, we get to play as Apollo. Uh, let's see here. One, two and a half cases right <laughs> in this game damn good point um, so and then we play as phoenix and apollo uh, phoenix and athena in the first case and then uh or sorry yeah, yeah no I, I i'm actually counting wrong because the school case was athena as the main uh attorney oh, and, yeah. and apollo was along for the ride oh Hassan, they pulled the rug out from under him again what the fuck so <laughs> that's number one apollo fan upset about this i'm so mad <laughs> I, I really uh, quite like him as well. I'm a bit bit disappointed. I think that it, it's unfortunate because we had to deal with the fact that like this is a game that no matter what, Phoenix Wright is the main character, even in Apollo's own game, which is kind of wild. But I, I feel like we're going a little too far in one direction. I so like the case, right? The, you know the space case, the Gal- the Gyaxa Center, which is an yeah, awful name. Uh huh. I I hate you know that why name. it's you know why it's called that. No, tell us. Because it's a it's a pun. It's a pun on Gyakuten Saiban, Gyaksa. It it they it's it stays unchanged from the Japanese version of the name. I see. Okay. So it is. All this right. world just, is. <laughs> this I, world is court filled. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all. That's all they're doing there, right? So. It is just it's just making a, a pun on the title of the game series, but it it's not as clear to uh english you know uh players because um you know not everybody knows that the original series is called and <laughs> saiban but yes Saiban. That, that's where it's coming from do you think do you think that you could have localized it into english could you think of as an astronomy word that like that sounds like attorney that's really tough off the top of my head i'm not gonna lie i i'm putting an impossible task to the to the group <laughs> and i expect to see results Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we can probably like really quickly go over like the early bit of the case, right? Because that's yeah. kind of the shortest segment is Apollo in court defending uh, Solomon. Mm-hmm. And first of all, Apollo already has the bandage over his eye. And it's established that that was not <laughs> from the bombing. He just had uh, like a sty or something. Like, that's he just what he a, says like, he has. Yeah, I, sh- I straight up don't fucking believe it. I don't Something believe it with his eye, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna bandage that up." And he's like, "Don't ask me about it." I, <laughs> I think his me. eyes, his eyes are twitching. As somebody I who think, has a problem with that, <laughs> I think what he's doing is um, 
He's closing one eye so he can use the other one for his full powered psycho eye attack. He's okay. He, he's his harnessed... literal like his literal third eye opens. Like I think literally what's gonna happen Everyone, is that no one in the whole entire courtroom is fucking safe from him. He's gonna optic blast Simon Blackwell in the <laughs> middle of court. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Because apparently Simon can just whip out an imaginary sword with his spiritual energy. Simon, at um, this point, like, why? Uh, I like how everyone gets progressively less shocked every time Simon breaks his uh, shackles. But it's like, why are we still <laughs> letting him do this? Come on. You know who isn't less shocked? Simon. Simon. Because he's being electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bobby, oh. you son of you would be the perfect character if you weren't engaging in police brutality and torture. He's <laughs> he's part of the system. Uh, yeah, so, like, he is. The, the only person him. we the only person we interview in the first section with Apollo is our client Solomon Starbuck, who like goes on to say, "I was." incapacitated because of my anti-anxiety meds which he mm-hmm. may not even have taken i think he was slipped at the drugs yeah. but also like as someone who does take them i'm not disoriented do they disorient there are some that are like prn as needed like yeah take or them like and they're or just like, like they're just a sedative yeah don't oh. operate like heavy machinery yeah, um, you probably shouldn't take that if you're going to launch into space. Yeah, which is what oh, he that's said. what he says. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I, I, I wouldn't have taken that, <laughs> you know, if I had, you know, because I was going into space. But yeah, it, it, it definitely seems like somebody slipped it to him. Uh, yeah. And just did that to essentially knock him out, make him woozy so that he doesn't know what's going on. Something important to note well, is that while Apollo is doing this case, he's very pissed because his best friend, Clay Terran, was the victim and he's mad and he's angry clay also, <laughs> clay also like looks like he's from a different anime if i'm being honest he, he looks like a fucking <laughs> space battleship yamato character yeah. That's he, looks he looks like, like he looks like he does have a digimon yeah <laughs> like like he literally looks like he's partners with gabumon and i don't know why he looks like he has like the jotaro hair thing where like he has a cap but his hair is coming out the back yeah what the that fuck is, it's just a visor, right? He's just got a yeah. visor clipped on. It's really funny every time they show the picture of him and Apollo with their arms wrapped around each other like a best friend's picture. Yeah. And it, it like fades in slowly and it's like, I just remember him. Clay Terran, we were the best of buds. You know, this and that's where he's the only photo we have together. <laughs> it's we... also where he gets the I'm fine catchphrase from, apparently. So yeah, when they were sad little boys, um, Clay Terran is like, I lost my mom, and Paula Justice is like, I never knew my mom. Audience, we know his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, alright, Clay, try shouting this, I'm fine! And then Clay shouts, I'm fine! And then Apollo shouts, you're fine! <laughs> and then they just keep shouting that over and over because they're friends now, alright? They're gonna be there through thick and thin. Apparently in high school they used to always visit the Yaksa Center. And mm-hmm. uh, say hello to all the people there, including Solomon Starbuck, the astronaut from the Hat One incident, where they he miraculously survived like a fucking fail, uh, like a reentry failure. Right. Um, that's important because they won't shut the fuck up about it. Uh, except when they do shut the fuck up about it, and that's great. Gotta say, 
I don't care for this guy. I don't care for any of these people. Oh, you, you don't, don't like, like Solomon? So- no. <laughs> What's wrong with Solomon? I want it. I want him to stop pretending he's in space. Dude, he's <laughs> he's suffering from oxygen deprivation. I need him to stop pretending he's in space. So like, I think his liftoff animation's really funny, though. His okay. liftoff animation's really good. And he does the Swimming whole, like, up into the sp- woe ceiling. is me bit, and I'm just like, he's so unhelpful. Like... His 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 sigh is get does get pretty annoying, yeah. and but also I do like the fact that they it's a very shoot Takumi style bit in which the sigh starts infecting other people. Yeah. Yes, like Blackwell Simon Blackwell at one point like sighs really heavily, and they're like, "Did he just sigh exactly like Solomon?" <laughs> so like he does the sighing bit because it's supposed to be like an astronaut in space, just like <sighs> you know. Um, now what, what? that doesn't excuse no? him. No, that's what you know. Like, cause you know, when you're in when you're in space and they have like astronaut footage, they have like the really heavy sign. That's my interpretation of that. Do you have a different interpretation? No, I just didn't understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm glad we got that resolved. Um, so yes, Solomon Starbuck. Um, he survived the Hat One incident. He has fear of space. But he also is like, despite my fear of space, I want to go to space so badly. Why the fuck would I kill my apprentice and friend, Clay Terran? It's so... Right. Um, everyone should be afraid of space. You should be so afraid of space. This is so reasonable. But he, people are saying, oh yeah, we we didn't talk about... There's a fucking bombing incident at the fucking Gyaxa Space Center. And Solomon Starbuck is accused of both the bombings, both in the main space center and the launch pad. And the murder of Clay Terrence. So not only is he a killer, he's a bomber, which sucks. Right. Uh, this is relevant because they have a funny little case in the room. And then they go, what's that? And they go, there's a live bomb in there. And then he's like, really? He's like, no, it's dead. And then Fed Dene comes out and he's like, no, it's live, actually. We should get oh, out yeah. of here. Because they're yeah. like, okay, we're going to call... Um, uh, Candace Arms. Yeah. yeah. We're going to call Candace to the stand, which is why he has two. Which I thought was a nice little throwback of like, now why did he activate the bomb in the trial? I don't remember. He probably told me and I didn't remember. But it's like, oh yeah, because he activated- called Candace, she was already dead. So he yes, because he already... Yeah. He killed Candace because... I mean, I can't believe there was another bombing subplot during the bombing plot. That's just really <laughs> unfortunate. Um. So yeah. Yeah. The courtroom gets bombed. Juniper Woods is there to cheer on her favorite crush, Apollo. Apollo saves her life and then gets bombed. And he survives. He's good. Yeah. Um, but then while he's in the hospital, Phoenix and Athena go, Oh shit, we should probably pick up the slack, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, we should probably defend Starbuck, I guess, rather than leave him hanging. We His go case to still the- goes. <laughs> so we then begins the investigation phase. And this is lengthy because we gotta pick up a lot of fucking clues. Uh, we yeah, talked to Solomon. There's a lot of evidence that pops up here in this segment. We gotta talk to Solomon because he, he, my man was pilled during the fucking event, and he is unconscious. But you might remember some stuff. And also, he was actually pilled. He was actually pilled. Anti-anxiety pilled. And also, um, we gotta make sure he doesn't accidentally fucking confess to this because Simon Blackwell is using his power of manipulation on him. Manipulation being, oh, uh, you can see your window through your jail cell, and Solomon goes, really. And really? a fucking old, almost confesses. He's so. <laughs> I this game thinks that psychology is so many things, but it's not, and it's kind of hilarious. 
it is. It, it thinks it's, it's honestly there's there's a line where Athena cites, says that's the power of analytical psychology, and I like the I just, way that she said that. Like it was a jutsu. <laughs> Miss, I just played your WarioWare mini game. Like that's all I did. <laughs> I actually, wow. I that I had no real problem with like any of the like evidence and stuff in this case. Like everything was more significantly more obvious than it's been to me yes. but i was struggling with the emotions thing because now that we know that no emotions can be i think tiago mentioned this uh, earlier yes like that no emotions can be a thing to call out i'm second guessing literally every single th- like slide i'm like mm. what, what how am i supposed to know we're supposed <sighs> to interpret what they're saying and realize like that doesn't match up with how they feel well Regardless. yeah but, like <laughs> you know yeah that no- it's tough, man. It doesn't, um, it's not. It's not the best uh, logic puzzle this game has had. Unlike uh, the Cyclops, which are back because we're Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix, right? So we meet Bobby Blackwell in like the launchpad corridor because a large <laughs> part of this case is like are they married already? The Damn. Pa- you Wait, said Bobby they- Blackwell. Instead <laughs> 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 of Bobby Fulbright. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my ship! No, wait! <laughs> Alright, no, let me, let me, let me, uh, uh, <laughs> give me a second. Oh, uh. <laughs> Bob Fulbright. Bobbert Bo- Fulbright. Bobbert Fulbright. Uh, uh, we see him in the launch pad corridor because a large part of this case is how do they escape the launch pad? Where was the killing taking place? How do they carry an unconscious body? A lot of, like, Technical stuff that would place our client near the body or not near the body, depending on whether or not he's guilty. Uh, Bobby, he's there. He's got evidence. And he says, hey, Phoenix and Athena, we're on first name basis now. I think that I will support you in your endeavor. And and Phoenix is right. All right, this is fucking suspicious. No cop would ever help me of their own free will. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And then he uses his soul read attack and uh, he whips out the Magatama. He just whiffs it out in, in the galaxy center and goes yeah, in front of Bobby. And Bobby's even like, what the heck's that? And he's like, oh, it's a magical orb that lets me see when people are lying. And Bobby like, then goes funny, on to say, <laughs> Bobby says the funniest line, which is, did you get to just get ripped off by like a scam artist? I can get I can get you in contact with somebody, you know, <laughs> and then uh, Phoenix is like, no, check this out. And then he fucking breaks his psyche locks and. Bobby's like, ah, no, how'd you know? And Phoenix Wright goes, I have literally magic. I am magic. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, That's he true. Didn't say he that, says that. Never mind. He did say that. He did say that verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we find out Bobby's motivations is that he's been feeling internal conflict because his boyfriend, Simon Blackwell, is like, I'm going to get Solomon to the Starbucks prosecuted because it's in relation to a case seven years ago. We can only assume that was Blackwell's case where he was accused of murder and found guilty. Uh, and he's and been chasing he knows, a phantom. Yeah, and he seems to know that, like, it's probably not Solomon. It's somebody else, but he's just going to convict him anyways because he doesn't like him. He's right. going to convict literally every person in relation to the phantom. He does not care who it is. And we start using specifically this term, the phantom. Yes. Like, as if it's, like, a specific entity, somebody who did this. It is, um, the Phantom of the op- the Phantom of the Court. That'd be really cool if there was, like, a prosecutor who was, like, 
a phantom of the court. Like, he shows up masked, and I guess that was kind of like a joke, yeah. right? I mean, Phantom that... of the Opera would be sick, but in court, I love that. <laughs> That's actually a sick idea, is that, like, your prosecutor is, like, this dude who just swoops in, prosecutes, finds him legal, and then leaves. Um, and if you like a prosecutor with a mask, we have had that before. I, we literally had Godot, yeah. He was Don't literally bring up a... that coffee-bringing bitch. <laughs> okay. And who knows, uh, we might have more prosecutors with masks in the future. You my coffee know. is cold, Bro. dear listeners. It's so sad. Uh, so Bobby gives <laughs> us as much evidence as possible because he says, I only in pursuit of the justice and that's how I'll help you. And Phoenix goes, oh, okay, thanks, man. And then pats him on the shoulder. And he he says think... like, "Oh, I promise to make like make it so Blackwell could be a member of society again." And I'm like, "Oh, that's cute. Stop, I, stop electrocuting him." My yeah. listen, here's here. Never mind. I, I <laughs> whatever I think about Bobby and Blackwell together, I think different. So I'm gonna move on. Um, okay. I so no, no, have... I'm for it. I just think that he shouldn't electrocute him. No, I'm saying that I'm thinking thoughts that I would never say out loud, so we gotta keep going. <laughs> I, I can't. So we go to... <laughs> we go to... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we, go to, we go to the lobby. There's a couple rooms that basically that we, we have to uh, investigate. One is the launch pad uh, one corridor, which is uh, where Fulbright is. There's also the uh, boarding lounge, which is kind of where most of your evidence is picked up. Uh, and also where Athena does most of her space jokes, and she also does her three muscadors joke about the three doors in this room. That's actually, um, I think, the worst joke to occur. Okay. Uh, and then you also go to the gift shop, which, as it happens, is Launchpad 2, but has been turned into a gift shop. It's a replica of Launchpad 1, so that visitors can get up close and see the rocket and all that cool stuff. Uh, but it it is it is a replica of 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 Launchpad One. They that might be important later. <laughs> yeah, it is actually really important because this whole case is based around uh, locations and possibly where where do they go? Where do they come from? Who knows? Uh, we meet a very cute robot named Ponko. Ponko is a friend. Ponko. I love Ponko. I would commit a homicide for Ponko. I would I would do it. Panko's really okay. cute. That's my friend, okay? Panko's got great friend energy cuz Panko's just excited to be here and talk about space. Uh you get a lot of really goofy like robot animations that like really uh they get to like go cut loose a little bit cuz they can they can have this robot sway side to side or spin its arms when it's angry and bring its head really close to the screen that kind of thing. It's fun. Panko reminds me of the maid from the Jetsons. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Just like yeah. A, a old stuff. I mean, yeah, Ponko's like has like an oval head with like a screen in the center, basically, that makes all their facial expressions, right? Definitely like a retro futurist style, which I do appreciate. Um, Ponko's our friend. She tells us about the gift shop and how you can swap its locations. Yeah. Uh, she tells, <laughs> she shows us a photo that contains Clay uh, Terran, Solomon Starbuck, the captain of the the commanding the the what's his title the guy what's his fucking title what's like yuri the captain the yeah, director the, yeah director yeah 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 yuri cosmos um yuri cosmos looks like a uh like a yamato fucking character he has one eye cover dragon trainer 
he is a dragon trainer. He travels around on an electric, like a what's Segway, like a Segway. Segway. Yep. Right. Yeah. Segway. It's so funny. <laughs> That's how you know um, he's a murderer. <laughs> he thinks he's the most important person in the building. He constantly talks about how like he's paving the way to the future, even though he's literally just, he's not even walking. He's he's just on a Segway. That's just uh, how men are. True. Uh, there are other there are uh, other attractive women in this photo. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And not one of them's not named, but one of them will be named in this case. Uh, and we close the photo because Athena goes, "I don't want to talk about it." And I go, "Okay, you're probably related to that unnamed character." <laughs> and then we we can talk about that later, Athena. That we're solving court case. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk to Panko, we get more evidence, and then we leave the building, but not before Bobby Fulbright. We have to go back to Bobby. Because like we right, have to find... you're, you're talking about the bullets, right? Because basically yeah. there's there's two calibers of bullets in, in this room, implying that there are two different shooters. One mm-hmm. was Candace Arm here uh firing a bullet. Uh the other one was the mysterious third person. The so. third. Um we talked to Bobby, and he says, yeah, there's actually a witness who saw the thing go down, but in a really dark room, so we can't really, uh... She doesn't know the face, but she knows that she saw the person. And we go outside, and it is, uh... a person. Or, or a... <laughs> what? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Or a black I, listen, you know how I did that bit where I'm like, oh yeah, she's a baddie for real, for real? I'm like, I don't know. Do I really want to resort to my old ways? And I, I do admit she is a baddie for real, for real. But like, am I, I, am I strong enough to pick up the mantle? She remembers. <laughs> she rem- remembers me. She uh, reminds me too much of um, of uh, that lady from uh, the Professor Layton game. I would be shocked if they were not like meant to resemble. Well, they're probably not meant to resemble each other. Oh, like, the ca- um... yeah. Where she was just, like, not, it was, like, it was not doing it for me. Like, it's the exact same thing. I see. Okay. Well, have you you considered that this is doing it for me? I, I, that's, I, you are, you are free to to have (laughs) that happen. I, so here's my thing about Aura Blackhole. One, she's above the age of 30 and therefore an adult. Thank God. That's, yes, mm-hmm. that helps. So we, we all love that. Two, um, her shtick is that she is a robotics engineer. She does not care about space. She just wants to build a big robot. How sick is that? Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm just getting as much funding as I can out of here to just build Positive my robots. character traits are just pouring in. Um... Trait number three, uh, she has a robotic sidekick um, named Clonko, who is Ponko 2, but Clonko. And yep. the, they, they have, like, a slapstick comedy bit where, like, she slaps Clonko on the head, opening up his head trap. He roots, she roots around in there to, like, fucking mess around with him, and then she uses him as, like, an armrest. It's a, it's a very, like... She's got no respect for him. No respect for men, which I appreciate. Um, <laughs> she reminds me of the female secret agent from Robbie and Bullwinkle. Not Robbie and Bull- Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. You mean yeah. Tasha? Yeah, because huh. she's with a short guy. Because 
Here's my thing. Tall she's lady. With a short guy. Short... <laughs> she's okay. with a I short mean, listen, guy. They, they are couple goals, objectively. We can all agree. We yeah. can all agree that Rocky and Bullwinkle are, are uh, couple Rocky, goals. Rocky and Bullwinkle are also couple goals. <laughs> I meant the secret ages, <laughs> but yes, also Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> um, anyway. Yes, I agree. Um, so we we talk to her, and she goes, are you a lawyer? And we go, yeah. And she goes, fuck you. Fuck you for breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't that like lawyers, fair. interestingly enough. That is fair. I uh, We're like, can you tell us anything about the case? And she goes, no, I don't like you or the legal system. Do you know my little brother? And he, he goes, yeah. And she goes, fuck him too. <laughs> okay, that, lady. That is my favorite thing about her. She's just like, she, yeah, I hate that guy. Uh, and like, you ever have a sibling? It'd be like that. Oh boy, she's do just it. like, I hope he rots in jail. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I like a robot. Um, she literally goes on to say, like, yeah, if I saw a killer who was trying to kill me, I'd just kill them back. And I was just like, damn, skill issue. Straight up skill issue. <laughs> I kind of respect that we have a character who's openly saying, like, yeah, I'll kill. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck you. I hope yeah. that we, I hope she does end up killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Directly to jail. I, directly to jail. I don't know. I feel like it's just been a while since we had a character who is so openly antagonistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we never, I feel like we. it's been a while since we had a character that just straight up said, like, I'll kill. Because, like, every time we have a prosecutor who's antagonistic to us, they become an, our friend, and we, like, hug Oh, at Shelly the, the Killer. How we missed the... Shelly the Killer, like, was different, because Shelly the Killer had, no like, a sense of nobility to him. I whereas like Or a Black Hole straight up says, I'd, I'd shoot him in the back. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, I'll lie, cheat, and steal to get what I want. <laughs> and I respect that by hook or by crook. Big CEO energy. <laughs> okay. Um. So we talk to her, and she goes, "I'm the witness. I saw it go down. I don't like you." And those are the three things we need to know about Aura Blackwell. Um. And then we go to court. Well, that's. I feel like that's the investigation phase. We just investigate like a lot of like bullets, locations. We had to like kind of establish what really went down in the situation in order to free our client, our man but, Solomon Starbucks. But we still <laughs> barely do that. This case gets so convoluted. I'm glad the because... puzzles were easy because I was like, I'm lost. <laughs> the problem is, is that a lot of the testimony we receive is just straight up lies and like is not what happened because the lot of the te- perjury. My Ace Attorney. Uh, but like, it'd be different if like they even knew what was go- like. Not even the witnesses who are lying to us knew what's going on, right? Like Solomon has no idea what the fuck is going on, and then the witness that we talked to for both parts of this case is Director Yuri Cosmos, who doesn't know what the fuck happened. He's lying constantly because he thinks he's the great man theory, and like <laughs> he's just a dipshit. He's- <laughs> Yeah. Um we 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 fucking talk to him in court. Simon Blackwell is like I will say whatever I need to to get this man to shut the fuck up and talk about his case. And Yuri Cosmos is like, "Hmm, a fan. I see." And it like literally Athena goes, "No, I I no." Um Yuri 
lies for a lot of his testimony. He lies a little too much. I, oh my god. A lot of this case could have been solved if he just told the fucking truth from the get-go. Right. I mean, basically, no, he's he being does blackmailed this... by the real killer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does this elaborate like scheme, right, in which he has rotated the gift shop and platform one. You know, to basically set it up so that hey, uh, Solomon and uh, Taryn go into the gift shop, and instead the bombing goes off on the you know the actual platform one. Mm-hmm. And he did this to, for like he he felt like that this was going to happen right because of the bombing threat and everything, and that you know they already had the the SWAT teams there and everything right, so like they got this threat that you know this bomb threat, so he sets everything up to orchestrate all this, but yet then he does not actually know what happened then inside the gift shop right, yeah, uh, so, so like. It's like he constructed this bizarre elaborate scheme not to kill somebody, but just to protect a rocket. <laughs> so, like, Basically. here's my thing. Like, here's the background plot, right? Is that these two astronauts are supposed to go into space. And we're also, we're supposed to receive asteroid samples from the first launch, the Hat 1 incident. Here's, here's my secret fucking plot theory. Is that I think that we didn't even get the asteroid samples. I think there's nothing in that container. And I think that both Yuri Cosmos and whoever the hidden person is knows about this. And all this mm-hmm. was done to, like, cover that up. Uh, well, that's my tinfoil rem- hat theory. You have to remember, this uh, astro- this ship that went up with to go collect asteroid samples went up seven years ago. Ooh. And then, yes, we got the asteroid samples back, but yet... There's Nobody evidence. has opened that container. There's evidence in there. <laughs> there's there's fucking evidence in that container, and I need to crack that bitch open. <laughs> I here I I put on another tinfoil hat. Here's my new theory: the lighter with the blood on it that was Athena Sykes that was in the container. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, absolutely. I think I think the killer wanted to get it out of there because it was contained evidence, and that's why he was seen with the lighter. But we so like yes, the container. Um, here's my question, right? They are seen coming back from the Space Museum with the container. Right. Th- does that imply that the container was in the Space Museum? And if so, why was it in there? Uh, good question. Yeah, good point. I, I guess we'll find it out <laughs> next point. Um, so here's, here's like the actual things that occur. One, there's a bomb threat made to the Galaxy Center. And in response, uh, the director gets a heightened security detail, which is why we have Detective Candace Ar- and Bobby Fulbright already on the scene. Mm-hmm. The, astronauts the, best of the, best. Go- the astronauts, Clay Terran and Solomon Starbuck, go into the Space Museum, even though they're supposed to go into Launchpad 1. These locations were switched. And uh, Yuri Cosmos is, seems to be the one who drugged uh, Starbuck so that he did not freak out about this whole thing happening, right? Yes. Rather than informing him of his plan to try to keep him out of the bombing, he yeah. instead just drugs him and says, yeah, go into the gift shop with uh, Taryn, with Clay. <laughs> Does Clay know about the swap? I guess not, but we we, don't, we can't find out because... Yeah, we can't there. ask Clay now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Awful. But he did, he did, you know, lug uh, Starbuck back after the fact. Uh, so at the very least, he, you know, 
I think he did his he, best to help help his friend out. I suspect he knows because he is coming back with that that container, right? That presumably has this evidence that's definitely not the lighter from seven years ago. In a case I don't know about. Exactly. But they say early on, like I forget who says it. One of the robots or the director says that the asteroid samples are kept in a safe in the like museum area. Oh, yeah. So, Clay would have had to go and get those out of the safe while in the museum area. Yeah. And carry that I... down. So, like, that's def- yeah. he definitely knows and was killed for trying to help, I don't know, prove something. He was probably trying to bring the truth to light and as a, re- or like accidentally just brought the asteroid samples to, like, save them because he did believe their asteroid samples but then the killer knows what's actually inside of them hmm. um i think it, i think he was not a willing participant that is my uh that is my theory because he's apollo's best friend and apollo's heart would be broken if he knew that his friend was up to no good you're right you're absolutely right that is correct <laughs> I, th- I, th- I don't think he did anything bad i think he was trying to do yeah. do the good thing and bring this evidence to like possibly i don't know fix a a wrongful conviction seven years in the past i somebody's parents definitely didn't get murdered i honestly think that like he didn't know the evidence was in there he was just trying to save asteroid samples because there was a bombing that occurred and he goes i know i'll save the most expensive thing in this entire location the asteroid samples Mm -hmm. we shall we shall see who is correct we shall see who is correct um i will say it is kind of funny that we have already leapt to the later chunk of this second court segment i mean and we've entirely skipped all the bullshit with the doors oh yeah because it's 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 insufferable it's like this is why i was going through a recap of the case is because we gotta bring up the insufferable bullshit with the doors um so like yes they and so while I gotta it's recall almost, it It's almost baffling, right? To try to keep straight who's going through what door and who was where when. Like, Yuri yes. was in the room before the murder happened, and then Candace shot at Yuri, and it hit one of the bullets, hit his badge. It almost killed Kills him. Kills him, yes. Yeah. But then she fires another shot later, question mark? And also, there's a third bullet from a 10 caliber gun, which is not Candace's gun. And then Yuri goes out the other door, but then the murder happens just after he goes through that door and he loops back around to meet up with Candace and act like he just arrived on the scene. It's, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's really so obnoxious. Much. I mean, listen, segues yeah. don't actually move all that fast. And, and they suck. <laughs> that, I have a personal that, that'd be the contradiction. <laughs> Your segue is too slow. That couldn't have happened, Yuri. <laughs> all right. So I, I want to see if I can get this correct. Yuri comes in from the south, and the killer sees him, shoots a 10 millimeter. Um, Just so small. But, like, even Phoenix is like, that's really small for a, a bullet. That's a really small bullet, but whatever. Still a bullet. Um, the killer then leaves and goes to the Space Museum, while the bodies of Solomon Starbuck and Clay Terran are on the ground. Uh, then Yuri goes in, sees that there's no third party. There's Solomon and Clay on the ground, and he says, I will switch the Space Museum with the launch pad so that it's in its proper location. 
while he is once he begins the switch, Candace Arm comes up, sees him, fires two shots, which is insane. Why the fuck is she shooting at the director? She uh, said she doesn't give a fuck. She'll kill anyone. She didn't say anything. She's dead. <laughs> She's... <laughs> Candace Arm. It's, it's just a girl thing. Okay, fair enough. My bad. I didn't know where it Woman moment. Woman moment. Um, so she fires at Yuri Cosmos. Yuri Cosmos goes, I'm scared. And <laughs> leaves and goes to the other entrance that only he is allowed to go to. And then comes in through the south and meets back up with Candace and goes, Oh, what's happening here? <laughs> and Candace goes, I just fired at somebody. Also, uh, there's a killer on the loose. And he goes, Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so we have to prove that uh, Clay and Solomon came in from the Space Museum, and this was done because how by looking at the security footage and notice that there's a big number two on the floor, which represents Space Museum. <laughs> Yeah, we can't bring that up until the very end, even if you noticed it early. This is I... why it's good that the puzzles were easy after doing all that <laughs> bullshit. I noticed I... that the um, knob on the door was was turned yep. in one photo versus the other, and I was just like, when, when can I mention this? Please. Uh, here's something that we don't talk about, is the fact that uh, the wall in the in the lounge has a hologram projector. I feel like it would have been super easy to be like, yeah, it's a hologram. We saw a hologram. You know what I mean? Right. right. I, I don't know. I feel like they introduced a hologram and that could easily be a solution to a lot of the vision-based problems we had, but they don't talk about that. Also, why was it pitch dark? It like occurred at 3 p.m. Dude, they light- covered all the windows. <laughs> but like, but... She fucking Aura Blackwell saw the shit happen through the through the light. So like through the window. Why was it pitch dark in there? I I don't know. That actually did fuck me up. I don't think it would have been pitch dark, but whatever. There's there's still things to figure out apparently. The smoke. The smoke. This, ah, but there but there, there was no smoke. smoke. Yeah, I don't because, know. Because so, like, Launchpad 1 was only in the proper position after the murder, so it actually right. doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with the case, even though Apolly and Phoenix has to talk about Launchpad 1 constantly, because the biggest thing about this case is that it's a murder room with three different exits, but only certain people have permission to go through certain exits. Jeez. And- also, I'm like, killing Yuri Cosmos. The design, yeah, <laughs> this is why I just want to kill everyone involved in all of like I, I, I early on I remember like Tiago being like very and like angry at the witnesses for being obnoxious, and now I'm I'm back in that seat. I'm like, get these guys out of here. The problem with Yuri Cosmos is that he's, he says at the beginning, I did a lot of this stuff to cover up for Solomon Starbuck, my employee. Because as a great man, I must worry about my men. And I go, okay, that is a noble trait. And then later it's revealed that he did all this under the... I think it's safe to assume that he's doing it under command of someone else. Because he said... Because we should have asked him, hey, why'd you do all this bullshit? And he goes, I can't say. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, he, Um, he starts off by being like, I switched it so that my men would be on the rocket when it blew up 
and they wouldn't die. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they would have. to be at least part of it, right? Yeah. It's still, yeah. It's still part, it still is, like, part of the explanation, but yeah, there, there seems to still be something else going on as well. Because Solomon even confronts him in court and goes, why'd you do that? Am I ever going to go into space? And then, uh, fucking... Yuri Cosmos goes, I promise you one day, Solomon, you'll get to space. You're my you're my biggest boy and I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I here's something the only redeeming thing about Yuri Cosmos is that the entire time you're cross-examining him, uh, he has some of the funniest animations I love. Because he pulls out like this fucking commander phone from his Segway and talks as if his battleship has been sunk. He he yeah. ha- he treats this like it is a galactic warfare battle. Uh, yeah. Like he is Battlestar Galactica. Stop get and out I... of Battlestar Galactica. You are in court, old man. <laughs> oh my I, goodness. I I just like it because like I think it's funny that we have a witness who's like thinks that he will die on the stands. <laughs> <laughs> like he thinks like he will actually die as a result. Um so like a lot of his breakdown animations are like him spinning in the Segway out of control and stuff like that. And then his final animation is uh, he loses control of the Segway and it, like, it goes all around the court, but we only have the shot of the witness stand. And at the very end, he busts through the door in the back, leaving a fucking cartoon hole. That was pretty shit. Segway body. And the judge says something interesting. What the judge says is, Bailiff, get on your steed and go fetch him. What is the steed? <laughs> Your the, honor, the, I demand that you tell me. Rose, the court steed is something that we have readily available in any court case. Okay, but I want like, to imagine- is it another segue? Like, is it a horse as it should be? Like, I, I think it's really funny to imagine that during every course, though, every court case we've been through so far, there's a horse in the background ready. The bailiff's just horse. Off screen. <laughs> 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 always off just off uh, just out of frame oh my just god out of frame. that <laughs> horse can the horse can be used as a witness but was not the horse witness to the fire extinguisher incident the it horse not to speak. just can't speak english the horse was there during the bombing the horse yeah, was... we didn't have we didn't have luke around at the time so we couldn't have him talk to the horse oh my god the horse luke, was... i need you i miss you <laughs> the horse was there when we got dahlia hawthorne's ghost convicted he saw a ghost. <laughs> I mean, how long do horses, like, they live for a while, but... They live for a while. And, like, with the way that this country treats its court system, by the fact that if you're a prosecutor, you have a billion Average dollars... Average horse lifespan is 25 to 30 years. Nice. I it's think... the same horse. It's the same horse. <laughs> I think... Yeah, somebody's like, hey, Athena's like, hey, Phoenix, what's that? He's like, oh, that that's just the court horse. The court horse. <laughs> the bailiff rides it into battle. <laughs> <laughs> I that He's horse there just in case someone tries to make a break for it. When Shelly the killer, uh, oh my god, the horse couldn't catch uh Trucy's dad when he made a book for it. Remember that? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the horse got tricked magician. by magic. <laughs> the horse was tricked by magic. <laughs> he uh... didn't know what happened. That's part of the reason why Meekins didn't want to be a bailiff anymore. He's afraid he, of the horse. He was afraid oh, of the horses, horse. Horses are scary and fucked or, up. I honestly, my favorite thing about the uncle that I have in Brazil is that he said, if I, if I don't see my horse in heaven, I'm turning around. <laughs> That's so real of him. Horse people. Oh, man. Horse people, man. Oh, All man. right. So uh, we 
prove that Solomon Starbuck is not the killer because the the lighter that uh first of all Bobby Fulbright comes out of nowhere to save the fucking case for us because he goes I found a bloody lighter in the space museum trash and that is enough for us to acquit our client because our client could not have been in the space museum and dropped the lighter because the lighter was seen after the murder by or Blackwell. And if it was found in the Space Museum, that means our client did not have time to go to the Space Museum. He was unconscious on the ground, as seen by Candace Arm and Yuri Cosmos. Which means a third party definitely went into the Space Museum with a bloody lighter that isn't our client, and therefore it wasn't fucking us, baby. And then we high-five Athena, and the court said, the, the judge says, not guilty, and we get the confetti. And then one little sourpuss had to say something. <laughs> one little, one little sliming black will. Oh, he's so mm-hmm. moody. This case too, like everyone can tell he's all upset about something. Mm-hmm. Even the yeah. judge can tell. And then at one point, uh, Bobby's like, "Oh, who is? It? Oh, he's no, it's not Bobby. It's the old man." Is like, "Oh, you know, tomorrow is the something." And of course. If you've been playing Ace Attorney game, you know that tomorrow is the end of the statute of limitations on what happened seven years ago. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I forgot that was a stupid rule in this society. Yeah. I thought it was 15 years. Uh, they probably changed it because the dark age of the law. Oh, or it's like... Right. Yeah, or, they or have it's, it just for the hell of it. Yeah, or it's like the end of like... Like uh, Simon's something, extension for his appeal or something. Something is on a timer that... Yeah, something's on a timer that ends tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, Simon has to. It's Simon's prohibition or like his his appeal window or something like that. I think Simon has a slow kicker on that's been on for the last seven years. And uh, (laughs) tomorrow's the day. Vegetable stock. He's like a vegetable (laughs) stock. Tomorrow, after seven years, his vegetable stock will be finished. Oh, you know what? It's the slowest around. (laughs) Oh, a a man in the clink told him that he had to get out. Uh, So, yes, Simon says. Halt! Whose fingerprints are on the lighter? And Bobby says, I don't know, I didn't check. I just saw that it wasn't Solomon. Thank you, Bobby. And then then, uh, Simon says, give me that fucky piece of paper you nitwit. And and then he looks at it and says, the fingerprints belong to Athena Sykes, our plucky apprentice. She's not an apprentice, she's a full lawyer. Uh, and then the entire up at the family feud board. <laughs> you know, yes, kill. Summer Blackwell just like kill. Oh, it is at this point that the court erupts in fury because we just spent this entire time proving that only the killer could have been the one to leave that lighter in there. And if so, why the fuck are Athena Sykes' fingerprints on it? Yeah. And as, of course, we talked about our tinfoil hat theory, I believe that this was a piece of evidence from the court case seven years ago that made it back. And now it makes total sense that there are no asteroid samples in the container. It is the piece of evidence. We are, Rose, we're geniuses. We know Ace Attorney. Yep. (laughs) There's nothing else to say. Your Honor, clearly we're fucking right. Uh, Acquit our friend Athena. She's not guilty. I, you know what? This makes perfect sense, though, because it has been a while that a member of our leaker team has been accused of murder. I think that 
We've been we've been having it too good for too long. <laughs> yeah, it was only a matter of time. It's time. Yeah. Was Trucy accused of murder ever? No. Alright, there's still time for that too, then. <laughs> um, we just have to have every single member of our fucking ace attorney group be accused of murder at some point. Apollo has not been accused of murder, but the way that he's going on his venom path, I feel like he will be accused of murder eventually. Because he leaves the team and goes, I'm going to find the killer my way. And I think he's going to do it through illegal court. I think he's going to be <laughs> underground court. You know underground court? Yeah. It's yeah. in the sewers. It's in the sewers. <laughs> There's a rat who's the judge, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. The rat judge. So the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Honorable Turtles are there, too. Honorable court judge, Rath you. Rath you. Um, yes, uh, Apollo leaves to study his own Venom court, and he's like, I'm going to go find the killer. And our job is to record a client, which I do, but now Athena is accused. And that's where the case leaves off. Yeah. Dude... The cosmic turnabout ends in a way that, like, leads directly into the next case. The last yeah. time something like this happened, it was in, I want to say, never. I don't recall this ever happening. I think you I mean, can like, fix almost this. it being like a, a, a two part case in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. like, not like, yeah, not like it is. Not where it was, like, broken up into two separate turnabout things. Maybe yeah, I think the closest thing was in game three at this point where you play as young Mia and then immediately have case five after that. But those yeah. are just it, it's more just like giving you a little bit of backstory so you understand mm -hmm. the past of these characters. Because then case five is its own full case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh in uh in three. So yeah, some of those early case like game one cases should have taken a hint. What do you mean? Uh, Those long ass cases. What do you about? mean case five in game one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're just mad about case five in game one. <laughs> I like my cowboy marshal, but that case was just long as fuck. It was, I think, the longest case so far, and we haven't had one like it since. It's crazy. It's it's kind of wild that we haven't had like a three day case in a long time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, feel three like days we... used to be the thing. Yeah, and now it's now we solve it in like two because we're ace attorneys. Yeah, I mean that's definitely uh, a trend overall for ace attorney. I've noticed is that they use three day cases less and less often the longer the series goes on, mm -hmm. and instead stick to uh, like two day cases that are just slightly beefier right yeah this is a uh, chunky case so they just they just uh kind of kind of stick with that for a lot even even with some later games you know so mm -hmm. we'll see how it shakes out i i believe there's still a three-day case at some point in the future but i don't not not here not here for game five we're we're just uh we're jumping case. right back into it with the next case. So. I, I fully believe that some of the DLC cases will be three days because they paid money for it. Mm, That's we'll right. Find out that. My big brain is so huge. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah there's we, a DLC case. Yeah, there's DLC, right? That Rose. happens we, somewhere... In the middle. In the middle, and I cannot possibly imagine where that could be. It, it <laughs> right has to be this before... Moment. It has to be before Clay Terran is killed. 
You think? <laughs> no, we need more data before we can make a guess. All right, so it'll there. be so funny when we get there. But, All right, uh... so here's here's why I think it has to be before Claytarian is killed, right? Because as of right now, we have not completed the game, but it's the only moment in which that we have access to both Athena, Apollo, and Phoenix, right? As, it, as soon as Claytarian is killed, Apollo becomes unavailable. So Maybe that's we'll why we'll be I... doing whatever case Apollo is doing while he's gallivanting off around here. Oh, punished Venom Apollo. Yeah, maybe we'll be punished that Venom Apollo. Boy. He's gonna be doing street cases oh. where, like, he's doing a court case, but it's in the middle of a basketball court. <laughs> and then he has to ball on your on- your honor. I'm fucking balling, and then he your doesn't dunk. Balling. <laughs> um, no, that's my. I mean. The only other outcome is that it happens after this case, but I feel like isn't the next case supposed to be the end of the original game, case five? Yes, the, the next case is the end of the game. So, like the DLC case takes place somewhere in the middle. Exactly. So there's no fucking way that it happened pre Claytaren death. If it, it'll be like I said, there's there's is an explanation for it. It'll be very funny. <laughs> We get there. Is it a fire extinguisher? Is it a dream? Mm, it's not a fire extinguisher, and it's not a dream. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there'll be there will be some context that will surface here. I I really can't say anything without spoiling it. So I, I, we'll we'll get there when we get understandable. there. Understandable. I like how Loki. We have already solved the next case just because we're so smart. <laughs> well, there's yeah. there's still other parts to it. You don't know anything about that case from seven years ago. Yeah, we don't know if the hot lady in the picture is related to Athena Sykes or not. I I know, I know. You you know? Yeah, it's about Athena's dead okay. parents for sure. I I honestly, <laughs> my initial guess is that the killer is like Athena's twin sister or something. Because I don't know, <laughs> that's why they have the same fingerprints. But now that oh, identical twins. Identical twins. But they weren't identical in the photo, so. <laughs> well, they can't have the same fingerprint. I don't need... Do identical twins have the same fingerprint? They... Oh. They... I, that's something for us to look up later. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, This I wasn't covered not, on but... Forensic Files' notable garbage TV show. I think we're geniuses in the fact that that lighter came out of that capsule, no, which was sent up seven years ago. Identical twins do not have identical fingerprints. Um, awesome. We're going to find out that the killer was not Sliman Blackwell, and we're going to get him acquitted, too, because he's Sliman our- Sliman Blackwell? Listen, he's Slime, all right? I love him. <laughs> he, he has funny nicknames for everyone else, so we should have funny nicknames for him. He's Sliman. Yeah. It's either that or he's the White Samurai, so... Yeah, I'm going to make a Photoshop of uh, Simon as the Slime from Dragon Quest, then. <laughs> okay. nice. I think you nice. can and should Put do that. that. Uh, put, the, put that on the That's beautiful that we live social in the media future. Accounts. <laughs> Dragon, Dragon Quest Court. Um. Yeah, we figured okay. out the next case. We're gonna we're gonna knock it out of the park. We're so smart and cool and funny. We're gonna find out if uh, which of our predictions is correct. If Tiago's prediction that uh, Clay was simply trying to uh, save the meteorite samples and unwittingly, or the, sorry, the asteroid samples and unwittingly uh, carried away evidence, or my theory that he was intentionally trying to bring lost evidence to light. We shall find out. Wasn't there, I feel like at the beginning of this game, I made a comment that I was like, if X happens, I'll do a kickflip, and I don't remember what that was. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm. I apologize, I don't remember off the top of my head uh, either. Listeners, we'll check the tape. The well, I was gonna say, the listeners will tell you, <laughs> the listeners, what you owe us a kickflip for. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, if I have 
if oh. I need to give you guys a kick clip, let me know. I don't recall why. I promised to film it, I, I think, but I don't remember I, yeah, what it was about. I <laughs> I don't think it was yeah, I don't think it was anything that came true because I feel like that would have popped in my mind then as a result. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Okay. Let's call it here then. Uh thank you for listening this week, folks. Uh I would like to take a brief moment and read some wonderful reviews from listeners listeners yeah. like you who left reviews uh on our itunes or apple podcasts uh page so uh five star review from theater kid maddie uh no objections from me i started listening to this podcast on a whim after searching to see if there were any on the ace attorney series and i don't regret that decision in the slightest it's my go-to for when i'm driving to work and the gang never fails to bring a smile to my face. You can tell they are all really close friends because they have loads of chemistry bouncing off of each other with ease. If you're a fan of those games like I am, this is a must-listen. Keep up the fine work, Ben, Desi, Tiago, and Rose. Heart emoji. That's Thank you. Us. Thank yeah. you. Theater Kid Maddie. That's really sweet of you. Thank you. Uh, and then we have a second one that also cropped up recently from CharlieCat98, also five stars. Can't wait for DGS. Uh, for Rose and Tiago, DGS is the Japanese title of Great Ace Attorney. It was Dai Gyakuten Saiban oh, uh, okay, in okay, Japan. Okay. So that is what DGS is. If you ever see that crop up online, I have been a big, a big on a big, excuse me, I'll get my words right. I've been on a big Ace Attorney kick playing DGS, but I was missing the original characters. So I decided to find some content to fill the void and stumbled upon this podcast a few weeks ago. I've now listened through everything up until Dual Destinies. Wow, holy crap. Uh, which I haven't played yet, so I'm holding off until I can. The banter is fun and funny, and I can tell that y'all really enjoy these games, but are not afraid to be critical as well. I'm planning to play along with Dual Destinies as I listen. Hopefully I can get around to it soon, because I love this podcast. I'm looking forward to hearing your takes on DGS eventually. Keep up the great work. Smiley face. Thank you. Thank you. Aww. Thank you so much, Charlie Cat. The I, one playing along. Sweet. Yes, and that's kind of what I always hoped people would do, right? I hope that this can be a companion piece as you play through the games and, uh, yeah, find, hopefully, hopefully bring something new to the conversation as well. So, yes, thank you for those wonderful reviews. Uh, if you would like to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well, uh, we may just read it out on the air like we did now. Uh, you can follow the show on our website, updatedautopsy.report which has links to all of our social media accounts on co-host Twitter, blue sky, all those places. And you can watch all of our let's plays of Desi and I, and our good friend Iro playing through the game at youtube.com slash at Yotsuben. Iro mentioned. Mm -hmm. And then you can follow me on pretty much all social media under the username at Yotsuben. Just look and I'll probably be there. Desi, where can people find you? Uh, um, Desi on Blue Sky, and maybe somewhere else at some point. <laughs> and Tiago? You can find me at Tiago S. Dutra on Twitter. I'm not calling it the other name. Uh, you'll also find in that, my bio, a link tree containing all my other social media in case you want to follow me in different places. Yep. And Rose? Uh, you can find me at Rose Nonsense on Tumblr and sometimes co-host, um, where you can please buy my art. The holidays are coming up. Get your friends some art. Everybody loves that yeah. shit. 
True. Yourself a commission from Rose. Yeah, please. Get I a, have the dog a, to feed. Get a picture of a horse in court. <laughs> yeah, a court horse yeah. actually might happen anyways, but <laughs> if you want your own customized yeah. get your horse. own court horse your own court horse yeah all right well thank you so much for listening uh like i said again just rate and review us on apple podcasts if you'd like and next time we will be playing dual destinies case five turnabout for tomorrow see you next time bye bye bye, bye. gonna free um our man slyman oh yeah free my man dude when he gets out of prison he like removes his hair and he's uh he actually doesn't have that stepmass ponytail he and no are... i'm he stays the same so hard that he keeps walking around with the broken manacles on because it's edgy he goes yeah. back to prison <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh my f- that's where he I starts belong. talking normal